It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Live. You ready, Mrs. Claus? I'll try. Don't stink it up. Hello? Hi, is uh, Abigail there? Yes, she is. Would you tell her that Mrs. Claus is on the phone? Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> Abby, it's Mrs. Santa Claus. Hurry. Huh? Is this Abigail? Yes. Yeah. Abigail, this is Mrs. Santa Claus. My husband is Santa Claus, who's going to come visit you on Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! Mrs. Claus, where's that bacon omelet you said you were going to make me about an hour ago? Hey, Mrs. Claus, I'm talking to Abigail right now. Oh, this will take forever. Abigail, Abigail, we've been reading your letter. You did? Have you been good this year? Yeah, I know, because I wrote it. I know you wrote it. What do you want for Christmas? A Rapunzel party. Oh, nice. Oh, 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 oh. Mrs. Claus. I'm coming, Santa. The Viagra's kicking I'll, in. All right, Santa. I'll be right there. The North Pole is rising. Oh, I <laughs> well, Abby, I can't talk very long, but uh, I want you to be a good girl, and I'll send my husband with all the gifts you asked for, okay? Make it snappy. Santa only comes oh, once a God. year. <laughs> <laughs> So, Abby, will you do that? You'll be a good girl, and then uh, Santa will come visit you on Christmas. Yeah. Okay? Okay, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Padres Cubs again this afternoon under the sun at Qualcomm Stadium. Gray Davis and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the house. Don't forget it. There's baseball today. You'll regret it. If you stay away, you're Yes, Chris Boyer and his family are on the family feud twice. Name something that parents should do to be sure that their kids have a safe Halloween. All right. Check the candy. Sure. Right? Yeah. Give them a flashlight. Is that the answer? Yes. Check the candy. Uh, how about uh, X-ray the candy? Uh, X-ray the candy. X-ray. Wait, 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 wait a, a second. second. All parents have an X-ray. <laughs> 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 Hospital doctor free X-ray. Oh, who does it? I don't. Well, nobody that I know. Thirteen years later, he's still defending. <laughs> <laughs> X-ray the candy, Ray. Maybe you could like to do a sonogram of my Twix. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior has retired momentarily. If you're just joining us. Here on the KGB, it wasn't that long ago that Chris Boyer was uh, goaded into streaking nude around the building to pay off a bet that he had welched on earlier. And uh, to much... 
with great resistance and much reluctance, he finally agreed, and he stripped nude Sam's for the chuck boots and uh, streaked naked around the building. It was at that time, a very unfortunate time, Chris was not fully deployed, or at least partially deployed. He was a button. Yeah, that, that's, that's hurtful. <laughs> well, only the people he's dating. And... I've been trying to protect his image, and I know he's interested in it as well, right. and wants to give a better visual representative of what he is. So I believe he's working on that right now. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Anything yet? I uh, just... I mean, I feel a little weird rubbing myself right now. Oh, he's rubbing himself! Well, who cares? the penis puppet guys did. They're performers. It was a show. That's Boyer, <laughs> and you're not in here! How many times do we have to remind you over our glorious 14-year career when we've been nominated for major awards many times that you're not in here with us? Well, it's just glass. I'm closer to him than you are. Uh, I'm coming in there. We're going to do We're doing the switch. No, you've got to take the picture. Well, he's not going to do anything. Uh, He's going to push the button. (laughs) See, he can't see. I know. I'm in Chainsaw's room now. Right. All you get are the back of his shoulders. Right. See, we're now... He's got a great view of me and a great view of you yeah. on the little throne. Hello. This is cool being in here. You like it? You've got your own room. You can do anything you want. You sound even better in there. I can cut the cheese. <laughs> I don't have Emily's angry glare at me. Yeah. I see all the dirty stuff that Boyer's looking at on his computer. Oh. Yeah. And I was thinking that very thing. Thank God I didn't break one right before he said that. You do that a lot in there, James? Right? Never! <laughs> Are you ready yet, Boyer? No, I'm still working. I'm still working. I've got a battery in here that cost me 20 bucks to replace. Just let me know. Man, you take forever. I know. Oh. And, and you're not taking a picture. And it I is mean, if yeah, you're watching him full frontal rubbing <laughs> yeah. himself. But I can't take my eyes off. <laughs> hey, now that I'm in here, do you yeah. confuse me with Boyer? No, I can't yeah, tell you two apart. All right, cue camera. Get it up. Uh, sorry, I'm not taking. You're not taking a picture of my. Oh, oh I don't know where the button is. I don't know where it is. Okay, what is wrong with you? I just, I, I just pumped it three times. I don't know what that did. It shows off the air now. So back to how we heard the director. God, this is a cool place. Chainsaw, can you bring up line five over there? Do you know how to do it? Can you pop up the phone and bring up line five? All right, is this a phone here? It's right in the middle of the board there. And line five. Yeah. Quiet talking, James. You're on the air. What is this when I don't talk like that? This is gay. What do you think? Yes, it is. Well, you know I've, why? Because we're gay. <laughs> I've had I've had to pull my headphones off about five times. Good idea. Really comfortable. Yeah, how about me? Oh. It's getting icky, huh? Poor Boyer. I mean, oh. he's in the bubble, and I... No. Stop, stop no, it No, it's now. button, stop not it bubble. Now. Button. Jingle button. Jingle into spots, go into diuretic moms, do something. Red button. Stop the bleeding. Thank <laughs> <laughs> well, quiet talking, James. Shelly, you're a crackpot. All right, Rich, this is what? See the little throat affects you. You go mad with power. Boy, you're still rubbing. I gotta go. Stop. You're Thank the lucky you. one, James. Thank you, James. Yeah. The voice of reason there. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Twenty minutes after eight. Forty west to uh, nine o'clock. We're gonna have Chainsaw Sports coming up in just a minute. I don't like smart. Uh, well, Chainsaw, you just need to get over that. Yeah, whatever. 
told my boss that you weren't feeling good and I had to come home and take care of you. Now he wants to talk to you. Okay? Here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. Okay? Here he comes. Here he comes. Yes, good morning. Is this, uh, I guess it's uh, Jan? Yes, this is Marty's mother. Uh, Jan, I'm sorry to hear you're not feeling well. Well, thank you very much. Uh, is, it, uh, is it that serious? Well, I have these problems where I get really dizzy. Is that what gives you the diarrhea? Well, no. That's, I went to the doctor yesterday, and I had well, I had some surgery. About when did the diarrhea hit? I don't think I want to talk about that, really. Well, Marty told me that uh, the reason he had to come home and take care of you was because of the severe spastic diarrhea that you're suffering. Oh, I can tell you. As I was at the doctor yesterday. I have medication. I've had spastic diarrhea. No, I don't have spastic diarrhea. Well, that's what Marty told me. Let me put Marty back on the phone. I think you two need to get your story straight. Hang on a second. I'll get him. Mom. What? I told him he had diarrhea. Marty? He asked me, you know, what was wrong with her, and I didn't expect him to ask me, you know, what's wrong with her. So I just, I don't know, first thing that came to mind. Tell her I want to talk to her again. Oh, he wants to talk to you again, all right? Jan. Yes? You need help? Yes, I do. And Marty's going to come home? Well, I would like for him to, if he could. You know, every time I've had diarrhea, it was a one-man job. <laughs> you know, you're really embarrassing me. I guess it's really none of my business, but back in uh, Vietnam, <laughs> I had the exploding diarrhea so bad, it sounded like M-19 shells being fired off, and you didn't see me calling my kids into the foxhole to help me with my diarrhea, Jan. <laughs> Whatever. Here's your son. Mom. You work for a real asshole. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that word. <laughs> He's probably thinking, you know, about yours right about now, too. Don't you ever listen to me again. Well, what do you say? Can I have a day off or what? Marty, I what? don't know what you're going to do. Don't you ever listen to me again or you will have don't just go with diarrhea. The diarrhea. <laughs> you will have don't diarrhea. Go with the I'm hanging up. Tell me you got diarrhea? I'm hanging up, and don't you ever oh, call me again. Help. 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 I don't go to court, I'm going to get in trouble. Marty, Mom. you're already in trouble. <laughs> but now you I don't go to court today, Mom. I'm in trouble. Tell her I want to Mom. talk to her again. Marty. He wants to talk to you one more time. No, I'm hanging up. Mom. Yes, hello. What? It's fine, I guess, if he comes home to help you with your diarrhea. Well, you know what? You're just really embarrassing me. Well... You know, I got a business to run here, and I can't have uh, every employee running home to help out their mothers with their spastic diarrhea. You are. At... Hello. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh Gallic. Hey, uh, Marty. Yeah. We lost the connection. No way. <laughs> no way. Nice company you work for, Marty. <laughs> Hey, I got a quick question for you. Bring it. Hey, why isn't Saddam Hussein going out drinking tonight? You know, I was wondering about that. How come Saddam isn't out drinking tonight? Eh, uh, you know, he's going to stay home and get bombed. Uh, <laughs> don't give the fighting hero a chance to do his own joke. Wow. Thanks, Boyer. Oh, my God. Jeez. I'm, I'm just fulfilling my position as the bit ruiner. <laughs> Good luck, Butch. Well, sports fans, one of the highlights of Super Bowl week was Media Day last Tuesday, a chance for the players to face hundreds of journalists and broadcasters, a stampede that I wanted no part of. So I set up shop across the field and let them come to me. 
I gave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two minutes of my time, and here's how it went. All right, fellas, single file, please. I don't have all day. Warren, stop crowding. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Warren, we'll get to you. Okay, Keyshawn Johnson, how similar are the Raiders to the Bucs? We run the same offense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it's almost scary. Uh-huh. That they're both, we're, we're both are uh, probably going to have to come up with a lot of different audibles because we, we both run the same uh, offense to a team. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I thought so too. Okay, John Lynch, hometown boy, Tory Pines, a long way back home, huh? So darn hard to get here. It really is. Uh-huh. If you look at uh, guys like Tim Brown, uh-huh. you know, 15 years, I believe, and, yeah. and myself, it took 10 years. So it's just uh, it's tough. Yeah. Next. All right, Tory Pines, how crazy is media day? This is crazy. I mean, you. you, you Talk about they, you know, they talk about the three hundred, right. five hundred thousand credentials that right. go around the world in different places that are, and people that'll be here. But right, it is what it is. It's a Super Bowl. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, back you go, Warren. The piranhas are waiting. Thank you, Tampa Bay. I hope this arrangement made it easy for all you and the players. And oh, oh fellas, that's not necessary. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at, Sooner or later, it happens to all of us. Sadly, inevitably, it happens to everyone. Every person everywhere suddenly comes up empty. Vital tools to his trade vanish. The scourge escapes nobody. Be it the major league pitcher in the big game. What's the matter, Chuddy? Shoulder acting up on you? Gee whiz, Coach. I, I, I I just don't have the stuff. Strike out Monahan. That's okay, Jenny. Jay <laughs> will probably lose the World Series now. You gave it what any man could. You gave it your best. Yes, every man must someday face the moment. And he is alone. The void of the sustenance which maintains his life. Red Fox 4, this is Bob Olita. We need air support now. My men have been down here in the Nazis and eaten them alive. Tuffy Bravo leading the... We have all air support committed to Hill 23. Look, I don't need a major strike. Just a bomber, even a fighter. Well, I'll take a glider soaked in gas. Just give me something. <laughs> Sorry, Bravo Leader, you're, you're on your own. Godspeed. <laughs> what? Are you getting shot there, or is that the microphone? What? <laughs> They're getting shot. <laughs> yes. And it was this day, that day that all men faced. Deputy Program Director Barney Fife awoke, stepped to the medicine chest, and shrieked in horror. Oh, no, I'm out of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there is no God. 
And so bravely Fife dressed himself, trembling visibly and staggered to the corner AMPM, where he entered and asked of the clerk, um, Where do you stock the Nivea? The helpful clerk pointed Barney to his needs. Get out of here, you beat off. <laughs> you don't carry any Nivea, you Nancy boy. <laughs> so dejected, Fife staggered home to face his pathetic life, devoid of his beloved Nivea. Somehow, some way, he managed to struggle through the day. But as he awoke the next morning, still out of Nivea and now desperately low on butter, <laughs> he trudged down to the AMPM Mini Mart once again and called to the clerk. Uh, where's the Nivea? Uh, look, I told you yesterday, you skinny little jag off. We don't carry Nivea. Now get out of here, you bony little punk. Well, it's been on for days. Barney would walk into the AMPM asking for Nivea. The clerk would kick him out. Barney would slunk home in search of some reasonable replacement for his beloved Nivea. Until finally, his strength nearly sapped. Fife shuffled weakly down the street to the mini-mart, leaned up against a lamppost, facing another bleak and lonely day. Sans Nivea. Oh, sweet slippery lotion of the gods. Why hast thou forsaken me? Barney was suffering deeply from lotion withdrawal now. <laughs> Might have even lost his battle, ladies and gentlemen, had it, had it not been for a partially molten bit of honey candy bar lying discarded in the alley. <laughs> well, I, I hate to think it might have happened. Fife pulled himself together, entered the AMPM. Where? Where's the Nivea? Listen to me, you skinny, puny little mustang. The next time you come in here asking for Nivea, I'm going to nail your flugel horn to the wall. Got it? Now get out! Fife managed to find his way home. Don't ask me how. Kind of like how a cat gets home from Massachusetts when it's lost in Chicago. <laughs> He somehow found his way home and took up once again the lonely struggle of living a life wanting of his viscous, precious elixir. The next day, five still without Nivea, now out of butter, Crisco, cream rinse, honey, not to mention the old black bananas he'd been saving for bread. He weaved his way down to the AMPM mini it's you, you feeble pint-sized runty little beat-off. <laughs> what do you want? Five, remembering the threat of the clerk the previous day, he cautiously asked, Where, where do you, where do you keep your nails? 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 I don't have any nails. Oh, well then, how about that Nivea? person to say not me has to wear a sash and a thong at Dick's Last Resort tomorrow night. Not, not me. me. Not me. Sure as hell. Not. <laughs> well, no, wait. Do I want it to be me? Do you? What do you think? I've never would like to take it. I'm going to say not me. Okay. okay. Right. Promo? Right. What? I said not me first before rain before anyone else. Nobody heard you, I dude. Hear that. Oh, come on. Your silence indicates that you want to do it, but you're too embarrassed to say yes, okay? Okay. Shh. Okay. The contest begins... Now.
Not me. Not me. Not me. Ruth? Not me. And Abramowitz. Okay, well, there you go. I was talking the whole time. <laughs> Dude, we can't hear you. Well, it's because he's got the fingers on my control. That's right. Kelly, can you see my hands? Yes. Like my hands are in the hand air. Hand. I am not uh, touching any buttons. Right. I can't do it with my feet. Abramowitz, if you want to say not me right now, say it or forever hold your peace. Go. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, you're all witnesses to my hands are in the air. Yeah, you're 11 digit. It's very I told Shelly this morning I went in to get a cup of coffee, and the whole cafeteria smelled like up dog. And Shelly said, what's up, dog? And I said, nothing, play it. Hi, money. <laughs> I got an on-air gig at one of the other stations in town. So. What, where, where were you on air? Um, I was doing overnight to Planet for a while. Way to go, man. That's great. Were you working for Hey Buddy, Tad Smalls? No. Um, oh. I was, I was, Rich Hawkins brought me in straight out of college. No. Uh, there's no Tad Smalls. No. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. You really missed yeah. an opportunity there. It was either that or KGB, and KGB didn't have space at the time, so. I hate this radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. See ya. I'll tell you what. Tad Smalls provided me a real sense of insecurity this week. Really? How so? How so? You remember our good friend uh, Della Garcia? Yeah. Della Garcia. Della got married over the weekend. Yes, she did. Tad got invited to the wedding. I know. I didn't. Me mm-hmm. neither. Yeah. 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 Tad made the cut. Ouch, Dave. <laughs> I know it. Very ouch. You should have been there. Everybody was at the wedding. Oh. Oh. You went too? Oh, yeah. Shelly oh, was yeah. there. Oh. Shelly was there. Yeah. yeah. Shelly and Tad sitting yeah. in a tree. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N-G. <laughs> First comes love. Boyer got invited, but he couldn't because I was racing. So, Shelly, Boyer, Tad got the cut, and you and I didn't. Nope. Didn't make the cut. Wow. Yep. Wow. How you feeling now? Tad says hi. Well, hi, Tad. Hey, Tad. How you, <laughs> how you doing? Taught me a lot. Hey, buddy. Tad, have anything interesting to say? Well, he's, you know, we were talking. Oh, hi. How you doing? Hi. You know. I said, hey, you Tad. Sound good. Good. Yeah. You know, he was very good. complimentary. He always, he always has been very oh, complimentary. Sweet. And then I said, uh, well, so are you still in such and such part of town? And he said, no, no, move to another part of town. Mm-hmm. We, uh, and he kept saying we. And I we, said, uh, yeah. And I kept saying, well, who, what happened? I didn't think you were dating. And he said, well, she's a public figure. I what? can't really tell you. Wait, what? what? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Who is it? And that's what I said. I said, uh-huh. public figure politics. Carol LeBeau. I guess Marty Emerald, but no. <laughs> no, and he, and he wouldn't. He just, you know, you know that little smile. He Captain gets, Mike. And I said, Bonnie Gamana. <laughs> He's dead. Captain what Mike is my dad. Are you sure? Yes. Career Mike. I'm sorry, Captain. Oh, Jesus Christ, Ruthie. You're killing people. Ruthie, he had a hat already died today. He made the troika. Oh, my God. Ruth just yeah. killed Captain Mike. Oh, my God. He's working. He's he died. Hey, Joe Lazora, watch your back. He's okay, Ruthie. Right. Oh, oh, good Lord. <laughs> Please, no. Play that. I'm not. She's killed Captain Mike. Look at him. <laughs> he looks almost too tired to stand up. Yes, he does. He's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain Mike. He'll be interested to know that. Oh, All right, we are going to get to sports with the chainsaw. First here is Route 66. 
Really? Yeah. You swear oh. on Ravi Shankar? I swear on Ravi Shankar. So are you two seeing each oh other now? My God. Yeah. Chris? Yeah. <gasps> you guys are an item now? Yeah, she tried to tell you. She said she told you like four times. Well, she tells me every week she comes in. Hi, Chris. Hey, 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 so if the hoof ever gets knocked up, you're going to have a DNA test on the baby? <laughs> 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 What's more than that? Why? Well, Boyer's a gelding, don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to get it knocked I up. I know, I know. That was so, did you go to his house, Jill? Oh, yes, no. <gasps> Hang on a second. Have you been serviced at Boyer's house? Several times. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> this was a little bit of a surprise to me. Just the well? opportunity presented to me May 11th or a week or two prior to that, whatever. <laughs> So what happened? Did she just, like, raise her tail and back into you or what? <laughs> she pushed her tail, swung uh, away the flies, and uh, <laughs> backed me into the three rail of the, uh, of the stall. <laughs> and we had a beautiful romantic time right there with a couple of horse blankets. Prince Harry, the uglier but more fun second. <laughs> hey. Prince Harry, the uglier Emily's but more fun dead. second son of Britain's heir to the throne, Prince Charles, fell off his polo pony Aww. this week while captaining the England schools team to a loss against a French team. Uh oh. Waiting for the sympathy to kick in on this one, and none. <laughs> that's it? Well, that's like hearing one of the Hilton sisters almost choking on some $1,000 an ounce caviar. It's potentially tragic, but not really. Anywho, <laughs> back to Prince Harry, the polo player. <laughs> the ugly one. Booze, pot, clumsiness yep. notwithstanding. Thanks to Pops and Granny, Harry's the captain of the team that lost to the French. Aww. Jolly good shame. <laughs> What's the name of your restaurant, Wayne? Well, the name of it is, um... Wayne. Uh... Sierra Contoro, Morocco. Uh... Oh, uh, shoot, I have... No, I don't remember the name of it. I was busy memorizing your name. It's, um... Uh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem? Uh, Restaurante Bistro. Why don't you just call it Jesus Ain't Here? <laughs> you know, I wrote a bunch of things down here, and I don't care oh, what But I wrote them in Spanish, so I can't read it. I have a new name for your restaurant, closing in a month. <laughs> we were at the cancer up real close. You know, we like to get real up. Sure. The dog pound, dog money word. In the mosh pit. Yeah. The mosh pit when Ed Edna's in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was right when we were getting our groove thing on. Fifty Cent started rapping in the club. Yeah. I'm with you, honey. You're cursing me out. And it was at that time, dear, that I heaved up my completely saturated depends. Stop it. You heaved them. Threw out my shoulder. Oh, no.
Yeah, the reason why uh, Gregory Peck's face is all messed up is the same reason why he's got a peg leg, because he had a previous encounter with the great white whale. But they never talk about his face dripping. Well, dripping, well, that, okay, Chainsaw might be right. It might be bad makeup, but he's no, it's not. been ripped from stem to stern by the great white whale. Right, we know that, we know that he has this obsession with Moby Dick because of, of the previous encounter in which he lost his leg. Right. But they never explain why his face drips down onto his beard. Maybe it was a sperm oh, whale. How long were you sitting on that one? I thought about that one for about 15 minutes. Boyer is just on all cylinders today. Hello again, everyone. Under the reflected light of the Super Bowl, San Diego Padres owner John Moores shrewdly announced the name of the future home of the San Diego Padres, Petco Park. Moores also opened the door for newsmen Graham Ledger and Hal Clement to utter such nuggets as dog days of summer and the Padres are going to the dogs. Damn it, they beat me to those. <laughs> <laughs> adding Hall of Fame credibility to the scene was Dave Winfield. Adding charisma to the scene was Mayor Dick Murphy. Oh, he is hot. <laughs> and providing a sense of drama was the dog Eddie from Frasier because when you think baseball... You think of penthouse yappy dogs. To make himself useful, Mayor Murphy was seen with a baggie around his hand in case Eddie mistimed his digestive cycle. Uh-oh. Um, excuse me, we're, we're on the air? Yeah, but Chainsaw, it's your old protege, Bob Costas. I'm in town for my HBO show. You know, I thought I'd drop by for a segment or two. Um, good to see you. I, um... Kind of awkward. Uh, I think we have a traffic report from Ruth coming up. Kind of full. The hoof is going to call in and tell us about a movie we'll never see. The hoof? <laughs> and, Dave, I think we're going to do a bit on Super Bowl horoscopes coming up. Yes, uh, super, I, I think Super Bowl pets as well. Yeah, to tie in with the whole pet thing, but uh, kind, of, kind of full. But you are Bob Costas, after all. And, uh, Dave, can we make some time for Bob? Huh, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> We'll be happy to pose for a quick snapshot during the spot break. Okay. Yeah, fine, fine. I understand. I'll just spend the next hour or so down the hall with Mason. No, no, no. no. I, think, I think we can bump all that stuff. Uh, can we clear some time for Bob Castus? Absolutely. Beautiful. Sure. Emily, clear the log. America's smartest man is in the house. In other sports, David. Mason! <laughs> Probably one of the funniest moments ever heard on KGB is to hear the great sportscaster Bob Costas say, I am the king of Boonville! <laughs> That's what he wanted to name his book a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I buried the headline for my appearance here. This actually occurred about a month ago. A friend of mine who worked for the Spirits of St. Louis turned 50, and I had to come up with an appropriate gift for him. Uh, and so I called one of those um, online companies that sells the uh, the sports memorabilia, and I got an authentic Spirits jersey. And it turns out that the company is based here in San Diego. The very nice woman answers the phone, and she takes my order, and I give her my name, and she says, are you the Bob Costas from NBC? And I said, yes. And she said, we love you here in San Diego. And yes. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, Aww. thanks very much. I'm thinking... Padres, you know, I, I hosted Tony Gwynn's yeah. retirement ceremony, yeah. or maybe the Chargers or something. I, what, what is it? She says, no, 
here in San Diego, we know that you are the king of douchebags. <laughs> I never felt so proud in my entire life. This sweet lady on the phone, disembodied voice, regards me as the king of douchebags. We have another caller for you here on the KGB. Hello? Yes, hello! <laughs> is this the Winston King? From Sir Winston. Great admirer. Has the Queen come back yet from. Uh, where, where was, was this? She? It was. Uh, Whack off New Jersey. Whack off New Jersey. Whack off New Jersey. Actually, no. Oh, my call. I believe Bob O'Costas is the greatest sportscaster and interviewer. In the world, <laughs> I would like to offer him a job as Minister of Propaganda. Sir Winston, everybody here in San Diego would like to know, with the five-point spread between Oakland and Tampa Bay, with Tampa's tough defense, but then you got Rich Cannon's gun, what do you think is going to be the outcome of Super Bowl 37? <laughs> First. Goodbye, Sir Winston. Goodbye, Bob. Here we go. Hey, Chris Cantori from 91X now. <laughs> Just two radio stations down the hall from mm-hmm. us. Do you have two minutes for me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll make this quick. No worries. Uh, if, if you had to point to someone and say, that is the weird guy in our building, because all buildings have a weird guy, if yeah. not more, right. who would you say is the weird guy in our building? Boyer. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Back to work. Chris. Love you. Nice, love your show. <laughs> nice jizzy shirt. You know, from a guy who wipes up with uh, a 91X Tour tank top shirt and then wears it to work the next day. Desperate <laughs> attempts at get back. Yeah, really. You know what? That was that sad. Maybe Cantori is a little weird. We're all a little weird. But you are a lot weird. This is from the guy.
This is the story of Eunice Frump, the town school teacher. It was a small town, and consequently, she taught all grades in one collective schoolroom. And on this particular day, the day of her 63rd birthday, that all the kids had brought her birthday gifts. It was a sign of love. It was a gesture of neighborliness. And let's face it, the kids are trying to kiss up with their old butter thighs for a better grade. One by one, they would walk to the front of the class and present Miss Frump with their gift. And it was class tradition that Miss Frump would try to guess what the gift was by its shape and the noise it would produce when shaken. Well, now, this should be easy. Being with Sally, your father is the town's butcher. I'll bet it's a box of haggis. Oh, and look, I'm right. Mm. Oh, yummy haggis. Mm, sheep's innards, tongues, nostrils, bowels, and sphincters all boiled in its own stomach. Mm, yummy. Little Sally, <laughs> little Sally sat down, vowing to get Miss Frump next year with a fresh load of hog faces. Oh, little Thurston, I believe you're next. Six-year-old Thurston Howell V, resplendent in his knickers, jodfers, and riding crop, strode purposefully towards the front of the class and presented Miss Frump with his exquisitely wrapped gift. Here you are, Miss Frump, and with the gift comes this challenge. As sanctioned by my dear father, Thurston IV, and upon this splendid day of the anniversary of your birth, you are successful in deducing the contents of this package. You shall receive a handsome stipend in your pay envelope. And with that, little six-year-old Thurston added a snooty, blue-blooded humph. Humph! <laughs> well, 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 little Thurston has issued quite a challenge, hasn't he, class? Just like he does every year. Right, class? Yes, Oh, that's delightful. And although it's impolite to brag, I've kicked his little blue-blooded ass every year, haven't I, class? I have again this year when I predict that this gift is um an engraved set of sterling silver Benoit balls from the Michael C. Fina Company. Oh, and of course, <laughs> uh, I'm correct. Once again, Miss wow. from correct. A minute to realize. Oh, they're a little slow. <laughs> little Thurston took his seat, vowing revenge for next year. I say, she's quite the bitch. Eh? <laughs> and now came little Corky, who brought forth a crudely wrapped parcel, its plain brown paper covering dripping from some fluid. Ah, oh, yes, Corky, son of the town's bartender. This should be easy. There you go, this is Trump. Oh, it's Miss. All righty then. Why? Just give me a moment and. Let me determine the vintage, said Miss Frump, drawing her index finger along the leaky side and sucking it pensively. Mm. I'd say it's a, a fifth of Chevis Regal. Oh, and 12-year-old vintage. Why, how delightful. Nope, just again. Oh, the class buzzed with excitement. <laughs> Miss Frump never missed at guessing her birthday gift. Oh. I was sure it was scotch. Um, let me take another taste, said Miss Frump, again, soaking her finger on the wet part of the package and then licking it in somber speculation. <laughs> ah, um, I've got it. It's Jack Daniels, Special Reserve, uh, circa 1974, with extra charcoal mellowing. Bragged Miss Frump, preparing to open the package. Nope. 
was transfixed. Little Corky certainly had Miss Trump stumped. Oh, I can't understand it. Your father's the town bartender. I'm sure this tastes like some malted beverage, said Miss Trump, now desperately chewing and gnarling on the soaking package. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, of course. Oh, how could have I missed it? Oh, silly me. I've had it so often. It's a fifth of frangelico liqueur. Oh, it's lovely as an after-dinner drink. Or with coffee. Hug, hug, dad. Said Corky, unwrapping the gift. Look, Miss Trump. It's a puppy. upended St. Louis thanks in part to this blast by Marcus Giles. Marcus Giles at the plate <laughs> and more for the delivery. That's well hit. That's a long fly ball and that baby out of here. Giles will touch them all. A third round temple of the Braves announcer Bud Schlitz with the call. The Arizona Diamondbacks had a lead in Montreal, and Luis Gonzalez wanted to build on it. 42 Diamondbacks, 27. <laughs> Boy, would Luis Gonzalez like to tag one here and cushion the lead. And there's a long fly ball to big right field. The person is chasing it towards the wall, and the wall to the wall, over the wall, into the folding chairs. Luis Gonzalez makes it 5 to Arizona. Not an out, and I hey, hey, goodbye, Expos. Shelly, say hi to Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Shelly. Let's hear it. Joke me. What does an ambulance and a homosexual have in common? What, meat wagon? Um, <laughs> hey, I don't really do it, but I'm going to take up some time and work it out. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> they both take the stiff in the rear and go, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> win? Winner. <laughs> Shannon? Hi, Mama. Hi. Listen, Mom, you need to do me a big favor. Okay. Hey, I want to go to the beach today. Okay? But I can't tell Brian that I want to go to the beach. He's not going to let me leave and go to the beach. But we're not that busy, so I think he'll let me go. Okay. But I told him that I need to come over and take care of you. Uh-huh. Because you're not feeling well. Okay. Well, he wants to talk to you. He wants to talk here to you. Here he comes. Here he comes. Mom, here he comes. He's going to get on the phone. Okay. Yes, good morning. Uh, hi, this is Teresa. This yes. is Shannon's mom. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Are, are you able to to let her go today? Well, I tell you what. This is a uh, this is a bit of a sticky wicket for me. This is a bit of a problem. Uh huh. I mean, uh, we're not in the habit of uh, letting employees go home and take care of their mothers with diarrhea every day. <laughs> well, that's not exactly it. <laughs> she told me that she had some kind of problem with diarrhea. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, let me put her back on the phone. Hang on. You two work this out. Go ahead, Shannon. Mom. Yeah. Mom, is that flu? You have to say you have a stomach flu. I told him that you had really bad diarrhea and was... And was oh, it, I don't want... I, don't embarrass me. Hang on. Here he comes again. Here he Mom, he's coming. He's coming. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah, don't... I told her, don't embarrass me. Well, I mean, uh, you know, hey. Yeah. Everybody has diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't see what uh, the need for someone to come home and hold your hand for when you got diarrhea. No, I just I just needed to I just needed to help me out at home because I I've, I've got it, I've got the flu is what I've got. Yeah. 
She said she got the diarrhea flu. Yeah. So what's the problem? That's a one-man job. I got diarrhea right now, and I came to work. Let me talk to her. Huh? Let me talk to her. Hang on a second. Go ahead, Mom, what's he saying? I don't know what you're doing to me, but it really, you know, you're really embarrassing me. Ask if you got the day off. I've got the, he goes, hey, I got I got diarrhea, too. What's the big problem? He's embarrassed. He doesn't like it when people leave because they say, hey, Mom, did he say I could have a day off? No. You did it? No. you got to convince him you're really ill. You're you have sick. to convince him that you really have to. No, I cannot convince him. Hang on, here he comes. Mom. Hello. Yes. So what's the problem here? I, I just would like her to help me with the flu, yeah. Help you with the flu? <laughs> I, I need her to help. I just need her to take care of some things for me. Like what? Like some errands I need run. Why don't you just put on a great big old lady diaper and go? <laughs> I don't know what you're giggling about, lady. Diarrhea isn't a laughing matter. Back in Vietnam in the foxholes, diarrhea killed little Johnny. <laughs> See me getting on the sad phone when I was in Vietnam in the foxholes. Oh, can my son come over and take care of me when I get diarrhea? <laughs> Whatever. Here's your dog. <laughs> Go ahead, Shanna. Mom, I think he, I think he's gonna let me leave. <laughs> God, I don't want to get rid of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Poor mother's stuck on the toilet. <laughs> Mom, you always get diarrhea, so you know. <laughs> hey, Squirty Gertie. I think you're a liar. That's all right. I think you need a plunger, baby. Yeah, I need help. <laughs> hey, Mom. Huh? I'm not really at work. Where are you? I'm this is a radio station. <laughs> Teresa? Yeah? Would you want to go to the Rolling Stones? Do you think I'm the diarrhea the will be over Stones. by then? <laughs> Mick Jagger doesn't like it when people are hopping up in the middle of the show all the time to run to the Johnny Pot. <laughs> Teresa, you're a good sport. All right, we'll let you go. Oh, Leitner gave Carefree Vacation a free plug on yesterday's Homer. I wonder how Chris Boyer would have described that play. Here is the delivery from the ball presenter. The batsman rotates his trunk in a fashion that sends his arms and wrists in the momentum of centrifugal force. A rounded wooded dowling. Uh, connects with a stitched leather sphere, sending it out an arc that, once having reached its apex, descends in a corresponding gravitational pull, sailing in a downward trajectory over and above the legal barrier that constitutes a home run. <laughs> Colliding with the carefree vacation advert, consequently, uh, Montreal has conducted a 6-4 advantage. <laughs> You moron. Yeah. End of statement. Yeah, I've got a question for you, stupid. If there were a big moron. Hey, California. And a little moron. California. On top of Dave's Free Thursday Bridge. California. Dave's Free Thursday Bridge. How come? Stop it. Stop it. How, how come the big moron fell off and the little one didn't? You tell me, stupid. How come? Because he was a little moron. <laughs> Got you. You're a 
stupid, and I'm a funny man. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Hey, Arnold. What? <laughs> you know how to leave a moron in suspense? No. <laughs> well, tell me, stupid. <laughs> you said you, you you were joking about, hey, you know, I can't pronounce You're California. Hey, Arnold. California. What? You know what sexual position makes the ugliest babies? No, what? Don't ask your mother. <laughs> So well, your mother was pretty ugly when I was stooping her. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Taking the bone of the old lady, huh? What a man. Pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, I've seen that scarecrow you plucked out of a cornfield in Kansas. I don't blame you for going after my mom trying to tear off a piece. Oh, that's real funny. Yeah, you're Mr. Comedian. Yeah, you trying to get up there and tell a joke. It's like, hello, is this mic on or are we having another blackout? You're stupid. You're ugly. And you're a girly man, and you're not funny. <laughs> when the candidates it, they don't go to Coco. No, they don't go to KFNB. They don't even go to KGB. They go to the KGB. <laughs> but I don't know why, because this radio station sucks. You're the one who sucks, girly man. Badge boy. Girly man. Badge boy. Girly man. Stupid, stupid idiot. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.